Welcome to Mecca Talks, your access all areas pass to the beauty, business and lifestyle experts we call our community. I'm Kate Blythe, Chief Marketing Officer here at Mecca and your host. In today's episode, I'm talking to makeup artist, creative director and founder and CEO Violette FR. Violette herself. everyone. If you've been tuned into the world of Mecca, you'll know that this week we launched to extreme fanfare, Violette FR, the coolest, chicest beauty brand that brings the long kept secrets of French girl gorgeousness to the masses. Behind the brand, and of course, its name is Violette, the self-taught makeup artist, creative director, beauty editor and content creator who shook up the beauty industry with her je ne sais quoi. From Klein blue eyes applied casually in the streets of New York to an effortless red lip swiped on in the corner booth at a wine bar, Violette has bottled her studies in fine art, her Parisian sensibility and years of direction and development for some of the biggest beauty players into a brand that makes beauty fun, effortless, empowering and chic all at once. It's also totally unique. I'll let Violette fill you in on the full story, so let's get into the interview. Violette, welcome to Mecca Talks. I'm so excited that you're here. I think we've been trying to get hold of you, chasing you around the world, whether it's New York or Paris, <laughs> but you have been busy, yeah. not just creating a whole new, incredible, dynamic new makeup collection and skin brand as well, but also having a baby. And your baby is nine months old. Yeah. So well done, first of all, for being the sort of creative working mum, but also for traveling all the way to see us in Australia. So we're thrilled you're here. Thank you for having me. It's such a pinch me moment. How are you feeling? I feel a bit like, an, um, you know, kind of in the observer seat. Yeah. Because I put this in place years ago. Like, Joe is probably one of the first person I talked to when I decided to do my brand. Because I've heard such incredible thing about makeup, being the best partner for brands. And um, and now we're here, and it seems so strange. <laughs> I don't know how to explain. So I'm like kind of Surreal. looking around. Yeah, I'm like looking around. I think I will connect with everything that's happening. Yeah, you'll digest it later. Yes, I but think you. So. I, I know you went to look at some of the stores, and your yeah. brand, and your creative, and your products are all over the stores, all that's over the amazing. windows. And how did that feel? Did you feel a bit sort of like a? Um, you know, sort of celebrity turning up. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a very weird thing that my brain did, or it's a dysfunction from when I'm born. I don't really know. <laughs> but basically at work, I I have... So first of all, I have no fear. And I think that pushed me to do everything I've done. Mm-hmm. I have fears in my personal life as a mom. I'm sure you know what this yeah, is yeah. like constantly. Always. But at work, I don't have any fear. It's really strange. And then I um, I think, how can I say? I, I think I know myself a bit to protect me yeah. from going too much in my ego. I think ego is good, but like it's like I go to a certain level and then it just stops. Yeah. And so I also kind of digest a bit before feeling the emotion. Yeah, I Maybe love that. Maybe because it's too much. Like I was looking, I was like, this is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> My face is on the Were you taking <laughs> secret feels... selfies to send yeah. home to the family? <laughs> well, I filmed everything. Oh, I did sent you? Good. everything to my husband. 
was like, this is wild. It's a cat, sort of catching me moment, isn't it? What yeah, because I wish they were with me, my little family. Yeah. Are they missing you? We miss each other a lot. Yeah, so. but they're probably, I mean, I'm, they probably don't understand it now, but we'll be very proud of you for taking over taking over the world in this way. <laughs> and what way? I mean, it's been a phenomenal journey. And you were actually yeah. talking about it this morning, which was super interesting to hear. How and why you started the brand in the first place and being a makeup artist, you were backstage and you couldn't afford to buy all of this like incredible sort of makeup collection. So you were actually creating it yourself. How did that start and where did you even think of the idea to start creating pigments of your own and buying raw raw materials? Because again, no fear means that you just give it a go, right? Yes. I mean, it started just when I decided to become a makeup artist. I was like, oh, I'm going to become a makeup artist. But my own way, I wanted to, because I was studying painting and styling and I thought, what if I dress up faces and paint faces? Like, I make this a job. So mm. I quit for New York. I close my eyes, grab a calendar, put my finger on it. Like, oh, in two weeks I leave. No money, no visa. I barely spoke English. <laughs> I didn't know how to be a makeup artist. And I left and I went to get a Kevin O'Quan's book because I was the only one really explaining makeup. Yeah. And I was like, okay, foundation first, then powder. Okay, okay, got it. (laughs) I couldn't buy anything. And I saw that MAC was selling basically raw materials. It was selling pigments, medium base to help you do your mascara, et cetera, et cetera. And so, like, oh, thank God for them. Because I think they really allowed artists to be super creative. Yeah. So super clever actually. Yeah. And with your like painting kind of passion, it was you perfect. could understand what you could use to paint faces in that way. Yes, because my training in painting actually is a bit different. I learn to create my own medium. So I will use pigment and make paint first and then I will do paintings. Yeah. So mixing pigment was like what It was I did. you just knew how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So then my, yeah, my kid looked like a mad lab. It was funny. <laughs> and so backstage, there you were creating your own paint palettes, basically, yes, like yes. Picasso. Yeah. Um, and at which point did you think, I just really should probably do this and actually make a line? I mean, very quickly, actually, I started to do liquid eyeshadows and velvet lipstick. At the time, that was early 2000. And... Um, there was it was very glamour mm-hmm. makeup, very classy glamour, yeah, know, red lipstick, but like very n- n- no innovation, yeah. And I was really like surprised by it. I said, I can make so much fun here in my kit. Like, why isn't that commercialized? And so I was like, okay, I need to do my own brand. One day I'll do my own brand. Yeah, I'll make fun products. And here we are. Yeah. You've done it. Yeah. <laughs> and had a few babies along the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. And <laughs> I mean, unbelievable. And it is so different and it is so cool. And I loved how you talked about that sort of Frenchness. And you didn't want to create a French brand, but you wanted to have this sort of French attitude in there. Can you explain to us a little bit about what that means and how that sort of just je ne sais quoi, take me as I am, actually plays out. Because I think the whole world always looks at kind of French girls as the kind of cool factor and are always trying to recreate it but never quite get there. So what are the secrets? Yeah, and I think it's important for me to introduce this with, I kind of want us to forget that it's about French because it feels very inaccessible. Like, oh, it's because they're French. No, it's just our culture our lifestyle, our philosophy has an impact mm-hmm. on our fashion, on our 
on our makeup, on everything. And so I think if we get inspired by the philosophy that's actually healthy for you, I think, yeah. then naturally you're going to have the same results in a way, but you own. So instead of thinking, oh, I'm copying this type of aesthetic to become like that, you're focusing on taking care of yourself. Yeah. Be good with yourself. And naturally, you're going to reach a similar-ish aesthetic mm -hmm. that you'll be very happy with. And that's, for me, the number one focus. And so what I would say is that, yeah, when I moved to America, everybody was telling me, oh, French people are so effortless. I had no idea what they meant. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Are we effortless? I don't know. I love skincare. I take my time to take care of myself. I, I don't see myself as effortless. But then I understood what they meant because I saw tutorials yeah. on YouTube. There was like a lot of products. That yeah. We definitely don't want to use all this. And the sort of everything being fully crafted yes, as a look. Yeah. And, and I, no judgment there because I totally see the artistic side of this. I get it. Um, and I really enjoy watching it as well. Mm -hmm. Just for me, I it's not making me feel good yeah. personally because I put so much on. Then when it's time to remove it, there's such a contrast that which version of myself do I like the most? Yeah, you know. And so that's not helping me at all. The people who are putting like a full face on, maybe they don't have this issue. I have in the sense that. They enjoy both versions, but they express the creativity with the first one. So I, I get it. That's, that's why there's, that's the beauty of makeup. There's not one way that's the For way. For sure. It's express yourself how you're comfortable. You do you. And I think in France, our number one goal is to be happy. Yeah. And It's like we, joie de vivre. Joie de vivre. That's all we care about. it much better than me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. You I, gave good it a, I gave it a hot shot. <laughs> and therefore... We know that in order to feel that, we have to love ourselves. And in order to love ourselves, we have to accept who we are, which is really difficult. And the way we do it is by being very irreverent, mm -hmm. being like, this is who I am. And if you don't like it, that's the same for me. Yeah. Just move on. Yeah. Good riddance. Yeah. That's kind of how it is. And I love um, that. It's the sort of, you know, I'm so confident, but I'm not bothered about your opinion, but I'm also not going to change to be like no. anything that I'm not. And sometimes, you know, I understand like you want to be this very peacefulness, like love everywhere. Okay. But sometimes it's really hard to feel that for yourself. Mm -hmm. So to do the opposite and be a bit irreverent about it yeah. helps you get there. Like, okay, maybe I don't feel overconfident, but you know what? This is who I am. Yeah. And you like it or you don't, it's the same. My and focus that, is to like, like it. That's that effortless French yes. attitude because it is, it's not overdone. It's, I love the fact today you're wearing the most beautiful sequin skirt, <sighs> but you're wearing with like a cashmere jumper and you're just yourself and you look cool and you're sort of Thank rocking you. it. And, you know, everyone should wear more sequins with a cashmere jumper when they feel like it, I say. <laughs> yeah, because I think, first of all, I think glitter is like a therapeutic Like it's therapeutic. <laughs> it is. Like actually. you wear glitter, it makes people around you feel happy yeah. and it makes you feel well, happy. Well, I'm looking at your eyes and I'm like, I really <laughs> wish I had those eyes on. So Violet has got these her beautiful um, pigment, sort of sequiny pigment eye liner on at the yeah. moment. And it's a kind of greeny yellow color. Yes. And it's pretty spectacular with your brown eyes. So if you've got brown Thanks. eyes out there, you've got to try this look. <laughs> we filmed it for 
Mika community. There you go. So everybody <laughs> can see how to do it in the way that you do, which is like a swipe. On, yes, just, just swipe on super and go. easy to do. So tell us about the products. So you started off with pigments and creating all these beautiful colors and with this like French attitude of irreverence. But you've gone beyond that. And I think you were saying earlier today about your favorite product, which is a pretty special product. It is yeah. in my beauty cabinet. It's very special. Tell us a little bit about that. I'm so proud of this product because it helps so many of us and it helped me in so many moments. And you're like, why? It's just a simple skincare. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have contact dermatitis. That means that when I put skincare foundation on, most of the time I have a rush, like a rush. Uh-huh. So my skin is oversensitive to Everything like I cannot put. I just went. I tested a spa. I test the spas everywhere I go because I'm very passionate about spa. They put oil on my face. I was like, okay, oh, here no. we go. Yeah. And of course, all day I was like, oh, it's oh, so really? burning. And um, but it's okay. I created a serum for this problem, so so it keeps it's it calm. Okay. Yeah. So basically, all these years I was doing makeup. I was suffering myself personally from 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 my skin, and at the same time, I was doing touching all this skin mm. I was working every single day before I did my brand shooting every day beauty campaign fashion shows magazine mm. like a lot and a lot of beauty stuff so it was I was the focus so I had to deliver yeah and most skin I've touched had some sort of inflammation it was acne skin barrier completely destroyed uh, content in my ties like and it was rare that I didn't see some sort of inflammation. And yeah. I remember with my assistant at the time that became now my right-handed gala, we were trying like mad scientists to <laughs> find a solution to create the perfect product that will right away stop it, right away help the skin being juicy, hydrate, plump, you know? Yeah. Your skin looks amazing right now. Thank you. That's nice with the jet lag. Like, yeah, I it looks it. pretty, pretty <laughs> non-irritated. <laughs> Thanks. And so when it was the time to do my brand, the first product I talked about was I had this idea of a liquid cream because I knew it has to really penetrate the epidermis really quickly. Uh-huh. To like uh, imagine when you're thirsty, like a big glass of water. Yeah. And so I pitched uh, Luc Jugler, who is our head of chemist and innovation. He's the one had, who did the first certified organic skincare brand in France. So it's a pretty big deal for us. Mm-hmm. He's a, like a g- pioneer genius in terms of clean beauty. It goes even beyond. It's like naturally derived ingredient clean beauty. And... Um, I told him, I want something that focuses on your skin health over mm-hmm. time. Like, it's like the workout and a good diet for your skin. And it's not just treating consequences. It's like going to yeah. the roots of the problem. And and I say, focus on inflammation. Like, I want, like, a remedy for inflammation. So we have 39% of fermented birch sap, which is something we drink a lot in France to flush out toxin, to reduce inflammation. And so we put this in our formula and then we added glacier water that's full of minerals, squalane, and um, uh, extract of olive leaf, which is Sounds an amazing delicious. antifungal and rejuvenates. Re- re- rejuvenates. Rejuvenates, yeah. Skin cells really well. Anyway, the combo of this is a miracle. Like I use it on my newborns. I use it on my scalp. I use it on my hair, my body, my face. So and it's clever. a toner, moisturizer, and serum, basically, in one product. But I love the fact you were saying earlier as well, you use it on, like on your scalp. You use it everywhere. For everything. That's why it's been... Because I, I used to use, like, five products every night yeah. because I cannot wear a foundation. So my skincare was my foundation. I wanted my skin to be impeccable. 
doing all these non-effortless techniques. Yeah. <laughs> I had great skin, I must say, but it was not as soothe as it is now. It was not as good. And so I told him, I'm going to stop all this and just use that. So it better be good. Yeah. And <laughs> pressure is. is on. Oh, yeah, full on pressure. But nothing scares Luke. He looks at me. With, uh, he's like, give me the challenge. Okay. Let's do it. And did he, has he come up with the whole, all of the formulations? Do you work with him? Are you in that lab? Are you in the kitchen with him, creating, crafting like you once were backstage with your, you know, sort of artist palette? So in the lab, I mean, he's the expert. Mm -hmm. So I let him work. But uh, the third person in that, mad trio is <laughs> Caroline Vaxmout who has done she's the one who created the first organic skincare brand called Dumi at the time huge success in France she's a genius what I love about her is like she doesn't care <laughs> she could be the most like at the top of the most incredible skincare brand or but she just loves to do Reiki yoga yeah. <laughs> And because she's like a sister to me she was like you know what she wants a happy French life uh, yeah I'll I'll work with you on this because I believe in this product so much. And so since then, we've been working, the three of us, on all mm. the skincare and the hair care. And so every one of us kind of brings – it comes from – usually it comes from a story that happened to me and a, and a need. Yeah. And then they own it and they take it and like – They the take it as like, like a sort of crafting challenge. Yeah, it's amazing. And tell me a bit about – the makeup because obviously you have this unbelievable following and everybody is trying to recreate the looks that you do yeah. and it's I've given it a go and I don't <laughs> definitely don't look quite the same but you have you've really gone after a really different look uh, if for somebody who doesn't know the Violette brand explain what that is and and if you had to give sort of listeners today like three steps or three products they should use to kind of get the Violette look what would they be and how would they get there? I think the way I see it is almost like how you fashion in France. So it's good quality, mm -hmm. minimalist, but bold at the same time, mm -hmm. like a statement. Like you would wear a beautiful pair of shoes, a beautiful earring and like a blazer. And you yeah. know how we you talk about the cashmere and the sequence? Yeah. Everything is a balance. So we love natural skin. Yeah. We think it's sexy. Uh but then what not a bold eye and not healthy but messy hair. Yeah. Like we, we think 360, we don't just focus on the face. Yeah, yeah. And so I would say that that's kind of where I go. But the French aesthetic is a bit the same since forever. And our thing is like, okay, a smoky eye, a red lip. Yeah. It sounds cliche, but it's kind of true. I'm not going to lie. Uh, yeah. And so... Oh, yeah, it's beautiful. But then when I moved to the U.S. in New York, I saw so many styles, so yeah. many personalities, cultures. I was so inspired. I was like, we need to travel in uh, outside Europe a bit yeah. more, open our eyes <laughs> and be inspired from each other. And I started, you know, when I did, um, I used to use Instagram for my portfolio, as my portfolio. Yeah. And so I used to create, as a makeup artist, I want to have fun. So I used to create this aesthetic and this very creative makeup on a simple skin and like no retouch, daylight. And it started to get a lot of buzz from non-professional. And they asked me, how do you do it? How do you do it? So I did a YouTube channel, like, okay, let me, let me show you. And then that became suddenly some sort of more trends in France. Yeah, and like, so it's building from there, right? Yeah, exactly. And I've, now I go, when I do 
master classes in Paris or I see my friends, they all start to wear oh, they, a little bit of... And I'm like, oh, that makes me so happy yeah. because they get out of this... They get out of rigid the, aesthetic, which you know? is so interesting, isn't it? Because it actually, I do think what you're doing is really different and it, different in a good way. And I think that's what's exciting about it. And it is, you know, you've got these amazing eyes right now with this sort of glitter, but you haven't got like a red lip on. And it's the to your point, it's that balance which I think is really exciting. It doesn't have to be a total face takeover, which for most people is quite hard to do unless you're a professional, anyway. Yeah. And so that balance, I think, is. Very, very exciting. The idea is to say you're wearing the makeup, the makeup is not wearing you. Yeah. That's kind of my idea. It's, That's your... it's about you, it's not about the makeup. The je ne sais quoi. Yeah, and, and that's a key point for us. Is like, of course, in France, we don't really use that term, je ne sais quoi. Sometimes in a sentence, we'll say, oh, she has this je ne sais, je ne sais quoi. But it's more outside. And I was trying to understand, okay, what means je ne sais quoi for French people really? We think that to be different is yeah. to be unique, and to be unique is to be irreplaceable. I think that was Coco Chanel who said that. Yeah. And that's so true, and so we love inspiring. that. So culture, what makes you different? It's like the unexpected, isn't yeah, it, as well? Yeah, exactly. Um, so you've got these amazing pigments, you've got this amazing skincare and hair care and everything, the beautiful blush sticks. I mean, it's all going on. Um, which of the products... Other than the um, Boom Boom Milk, would you say is your absolute go-to every single day? Well, I will say the perfume for sure. I wear the perfume every single day when I'm going to bed, and I, my daughter also wants it. So <laughs> she's cute. She's four? She's four, and oh, I gave her a bottle because she's like, oh, my mom, I want to as well, and she wears it. It's so in, because sweet. I know what's inside, and I'm like, you can, you can use this. Every day, I would say probably Bisou Balm. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's just, you know, when you're tired, your lips are a bit more faded. Yeah. It's probably the first thing that makes you look without you knowing. Just wakes you up a little bit, gives oh, you a bit wow. of... It's like a f- fresh, yeah. like, un coup de fouet, we say in French, un which is fouet. not... <laughs> 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 actually, now that I try to translate it, I'm like, actually... Why are we saying this in for horses, like when you want to go faster? Yeah, like a do. sort of crack the whip. Yeah, crack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so when you need to crack the whip, this is what you need to yeah. use. Oh, my goodness, I love that. And if you, I mean, obviously, you've got lots of icons that you've worked with, and I'm sure you've, you've done the makeup of a gazillion supermodels and famous people. Of those, are there any particular that you've thought, I really want you to wear Violet? I think it would just rock out on you for me my muse is really Alexandra Golovanov yeah if you're familiar yeah, with yeah. her here yeah yeah and the day she accepted to shoot my campaign I was like okay I made it because she is I'm obsessed with her aesthetic and usually I always say I don't have any icon because I always find something charming in everyone yeah um, it's just that I love her personality her energy yeah she epitomizes the brand <sighs> She's like really our, our, yeah, she's one of our muse for sure. And anyone in sort of history, any of those sort of. But no, yeah, Anna Karina, maybe I would say. Yeah. I love. But she's she was very much one style, like a very strong identity, which that's why I'm fascinated by her. But I don't have this sort of like fascination for, I, I have so many different muses. 
And well, you must have worked one. with some amazing stylists and photographers as well, which yeah. I'm sure that sort of family of you yeah. know, inspirations and inspirational it people build up. builds up for sure. Yes. Okay, so you've got you've got the brand, but we know, we want to know also what's going to come because it's you haven't just gone down the makeup route, which could have been super easy, right? Because that is where your heartland yeah. is. Now you've gone into skin, you've gone into everything else. Is there anything that you want to add to the Violet brand now you've started because it's got it's got very fashionable legs. Uh, yes. So yes, actually. We're gonna we're gonna start because I always imagined the brand as a lifestyle brand. So we're gonna start working on objects a little bit. I can't say more because we're just oh, beginning objects. to work. Yeah. So we're gonna go there. That's exciting. Yeah. And I think it's really um it's probably gonna be my like one of my most inspiring thing to do. And I love that because it is a lifestyle brand because actually there's so much you can do to kind of cultivate that yeah. that viewpoint really. Yeah. Um, and you obviously are based in New York now. Between Paris and New York. And Paris. And yeah. you're back and forth. Yeah. Where do you call home now? Because obviously New York's an incredible place. Paris is. is an incredible place. Is it that it's everywhere you've got to be or are you going to put your roots down there properly? I mean, my 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 heart is in Paris. Like it's it's really hard for me to imagine not going back, living there full time. Uh, but New York brought me so much. Mm. It's kind of my lucky charm. Yeah. You know, my husband was living there. Uh, I built my company there because I always knew I wanted New York. I needed New York it's to got do the energy. my brand. This energy, this mm. team spirit, this there's no like if somebody succeed, it's the other person's success as well, because that means they can do it as well. Yeah. I love that. Like they root for you. That's very special. So I need New York in that sense. But now I have two kids. I'm not getting younger. <laughs> and um You and will have, if you keep using the boom boom milk. Yeah, you will. <laughs> <laughs> but we have this amazing apartment in Paris that is between these two, not private for us, but for the building garden. So I never hear a car. I wake yeah. up with the birds. I'm in this super cute neighborhood that feels like a little village. That's pretty spectacular. Oh, I, I just, I love and it. And New York? <laughs> New York, we live in Brooklyn. And we're very lucky because we have this home that we built ourselves. And we really, was it was such a mess when we got it. So... It has all our story there, and I got my kids there, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I'm very, very attached to it. But um, I was born and raised for, for so many years in Paris that it's, it's, it's... It's in your bones. Yeah, but I know if I live full-time in Paris, I'll have to go back and forth with New York. Like, I can't disconnect from New York. No, I think once it's under your skin, New York, it's very hard to shake as well. Yeah. And you are obviously super family-orientated. You've got mm -hmm. these two girls who are quite clearly going to be your future muses and you told me this beautiful story about their names can you just relay that story to me because I think it's such a wonderful way to think about inspiration yeah and actually I'm creating a product from that dream are you so uh, I was pregnant with my second one and we were thinking of names but it's like for my first one, Ines, like we decided the name like two weeks before she was born, basically. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's going to be such a pain again. Like I really, it's so hard. <laughs> it's such a responsibility it to is. name a, 
a person. Yeah. And um, and really early in the pregnancy, like first days, I knew I was pregnant. Uh, I had a dream where she she told me her name, and she told me why, and all the symbolism behind it, and her color palette, and why. It was. I woke up like. I had tears in my eyes. I was really emotionally shaken by that dream. And I knew in my bone, like, okay, she told me her name is Lune, which is which is moon in French. Yeah. Which is not a name we use at all. But so when I heard it, it was pretty. like, this is it. And I really hope my husband is going <laughs> to like it because he always complained that I, I want to give our kids names that are really hard to say for Americans. <laughs> it's like, oh, people are going to call Inez, Inez, oh my gosh. And then I was like, well, I'll have another one. And he, I don't know, maybe felt it because right away he said, oh, I love it. It's so, such a beautiful name. Thank and you. And obviously there's so many ways you could take that name, her name, for your brand as well. And so I'm yeah. so intrigued to see what you do with yes. Lune. I got inspired by the color she showed me, the effect, like the whole story basically. I was like, I need to do a product out of this. Because I did for Ines the blush, the bisou blush yeah. Ines, inspired by her little pink cheeks, which oh. was a baby. <laughs> and so I knew I wanted to do one for Lune and... Uh, and uh, yeah, it's coming in a few months. Oh my goodness! And I suppose when she's older, you'll be able to see if she would, looked like the dream. Yes, baby I mean daughter. it's funny I didn't see her. It she's was her spirit, talking. I guess, her energy. I don't know. It was yeah. so incredible. I love that. That sort of spiritual awakening very, piece. Very. You've obviously worked for some incredible brands over the years as a makeup artist, and that's given you such knowledge and creative inspiration, but also has guided you whilst you're. You know, you're working for a brand, but you're also creating looks for a brand. Tell us about some of the brands that you've worked with and where you felt that really you kind of the creative inspiration sort of took off. I think really all of them took me to where I am today. Like when I was Dior makeup designer, I was such a baby and I got to understand the marketing. I got to understand communication, Mm -hmm. the PR strategy, like I remember designing a collection for Japanese markets and going there to promote it and meeting women there and understanding the culture and what they connected to. And they sent me to Korea and I was like a sponge trying to get as much as I could and I felt so grateful and and the luxury experience also, you know. All of that knowledge and experience as well would have absolutely helped you build so this much. incredible brand today which is so much more just than the product it is a real statement as well yes and that's why I'm so you know when I knew I wanted to do a brand I was never in a rush yeah I I really know what I don't know also yeah. you know yeah. and so I think that's the key in your work is to be secure enough to do it because you need balls to <laughs> to do it, but at the same time, glittery balls. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you need. I should say you need ovaries. <laughs> you need glittery Actually. ovaries. <laughs> Why do we say balls anyway? I don't know. It's so over. We should not over. say that anymore. So glittery ovaries, <laughs> <laughs> and then um, you need humility. It's important that you keep listening, yeah. that it's okay to be wrong, yeah. that you always need to learn. I'm constantly learning. There's no bad question. I'm never ashamed to ask a question, like a stupid question. For like, sure. Who knows everything? So I wanted to take my time. And, and that's why when Lauder came and asked me, I was like, I was about to do my brand then. 
Yeah. I stopped everything. I said, no, I have, without a plan in mind, I didn't think, okay, I'll do it two years and I'll do my brand like in a very selfish way. Let me experience that. Yeah. Because I'm very bad at projecting myself in a few years. I come so much in the moment. In the moment, yeah. Which sometimes is a bit tough because you make no plans. <laughs> but, <laughs> no holiday plans. Yeah. But I wanted this, this experience and that taught me so much. Of those experiences, obviously, you know, you would have taken little bits of here and there, whether it's how to build a campaign or how to um, craft that PR piece. Or There's so much that, you know, when we were working with your brand just on kind of the windows for the stores and the sort of VM, and it's just super exciting because actually you've oh. nailed it in terms Thank of you. really having a brand vision and a brand voice, which let's face it, it's a noisy market. So to stand noisy. out in a very different way is, you know, hats off to you. So you definitely have, Thank you. you did it at the right time. It makes it's we love it. We are super passionate. Well, you guys are, I must say also, um, because I don't think we talk a lot about brands, but we don't talk really about the retailers behind it. Mm. I heard amazing things about Mecca being incredible partners for brands from founders, from CMOs, president, etc. I was so impressed with you guys because you put a plan in place. Usually I'm, I'm always like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be the pain in the ass again. Like I'm going to be the one who said, no, oh, no. And I never said yes to so many things in my life. <laughs> it was everything. You, you, I think you really took the time to get the brand and to respect it and to take care of it. And that's what I was saying this morning when I came to visit the office that I felt like, um, you know, my brand is my baby and Mika was acting like, this amazing auntie. We were taking grandma. care. Yeah, they take, took care of it really with love. And yeah. I'm very grateful. Thank you for that. It really resonates with us. I feel like there's a uniqueness about Mecca that is the same as with Violette. Mm. And so the brand just like coming together, you know, we never do anything in an easy way. We always, we always <laughs> go, not scared either. yeah, we always want to just do, you know, the wrong thing for the right reasons, which is to this. delight the customers. And I think excite them as well and surprise them. So hence why your brand DNA is absolutely in line with whatever, everything oh that we believe in. So we all are going to start wearing sort of glittery eyeliner. I've started to see the team wearing yeah, it. Like, think, oh, you're wearing this, you're wearing that. Sequin skirts, sequin <laughs> pencil skirts and a cashmere jumper. I love this. Because this is what you should do on a Monday, I've decided, from now on. <laughs> um, now we're going to do a little quick fire okay. round, if you don't mind, because we sure. feel that we just want to get to know you even more. Okay. Violette, what time do you wake up and what is the first thing you do in the morning? I wake up at 6 a.m., and I do, it's not very glamorous though. I clean my tongue. Oh, the first <laughs> thing you do? I'm like, I don't know why I'm so obsessed with like. I've had a few people say that. Really? Yeah. It comes okay. up a lot. But I'm intrigued. Do you do that as the first thing? Oh, the first thing. So you get up and you go to the I bathroom. I get up, I go the to the bathroom, take the tongue scraper. You know, it's like this Ayurvedic tool. Brush my teeth, splash my face with water put boom boom milk, set a cream, if I go out, SPF, and then I drink water. All this in five minutes. Five minutes. Yeah. That's then definitely you can talk to me. the French girl aesthetic. I think <laughs> we need to give that a go as well. I don't think that's the first thing I do. I'll probably pick up my phone, drink a cup oh, of yeah, tea. The, yes, um, so I don't no, do that. I, the, the, this tongue scraping I've heard is pretty <laughs> exceptional. Um, are you a good sleeper? You know, I, I, I wasn't anymore after my second kid. Um... 
and I started to take this um, A-system gummies that are melatonin and ca- uh, chamomile and stuff. Yeah. There's no CBD. Air One in oh, yeah. LA. Love Air One. I must say, that kind of changed my life. Oh, really? <laughs> it really works. And now I sleep much better. I had to retrain myself to Air sleep. Air One's a pretty phenomenal place. You what? Air One. Yeah, yeah. I discovered amazing things. Like it's I, amazing. I, I, it. I don't want to like it, but I do. Spend a in there on, yeah, a few, oh my on gosh. three things, but it's kind of <laughs> worth it. Um, so what time do you go to bed and what is the last thing you do at night? So that might surprise you, but I go to bed early because I'm pretty drained after work and the kids. Yeah. I know. It was four kids. I don't know. I mean, now <laughs> some of your kids are big, so you don't have to do the night oh, no, routine. That means that they're up, they're up late. That's oh, exhausting yes. as well. So I go to bed 10, early. 10 p.m. I think that's late. <laughs> yeah. I love this. Okay. You make me feel like I sometimes cool get again. into bed with my five-year-old and I'm like, hey, do you want to just go into bed with me and put our pajamas on? He's like, yeah, I think it's a bit early, mommy. I'm like, no, no, let's have a little, let's like wind down. It's I really love nice. It. It's a treat. No, at 10, I'm, I'm like sleeping. 10, 10, 30. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. I'm done. And that's a good eight hours. That's what you need right. as well. And if you were a Violette FR product, which would you be and why? I'll be Petal Bush in Amorfu. Like, daring, passionate. <laughs> Not effortless. No. Irreverent. <laughs> Other than your Violette favourite, what is the beauty product you put on to lift your spirits and why? If any. Oh, oh good question. It's hard because now I make everything I well, want for you myself. You fragrance, know? your skincare, yeah, your I do everything. I mean, I would say this concealer I use because since I had, I feel like every time you have a kid, like you, you just age ten years, <laughs> and <laughs> I knew it. And I get, and I started to have insane dark circles, but like nothing will hide <laughs> it until I bought. Unfortunately, it's not sold anywhere else and in France. It's like I talk about it all the time in my content. It's like a palette. It's like a mix of corrector and oh, concealer. Yeah, yeah. That I would say it's my mood lifter in a way that I I put it on, and no, I don't. One will I know. Don't, <laughs> no one will know. Didn't get any sleep. Exactly, and you know I, this is one thing, and I want to say to 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 you who listen to us right now, when you see somebody that looks tired, don't don't say it. You can say how are you. Yeah. But don't say, oh, you look tired. Yeah. I always say, thank you. That's so nice to hear. Yeah, <laughs> Instead I think, of asking me how I, I am. I think it's actually, you're so right. It's like the worst thing anyone can say The worst thing, why are you saying Especially that? Especially when you've got young children. Because you're like, I know. I, thank I've you. I've got like a nine-month-old that's screaming all night. I am. That's a yeah, better question say, to oh, ask. You look really, really happy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't not know well, when I heard this last. <laughs> yeah, so this, this, this why. Oh, your fragrance is good. Love your hair today. So that's why I love these concealers because it kind of like cancel the question. Yeah, it cancels the question. <laughs> Indeed, then no one can actually draw attention to the fact you've had two hours sleep. Yes. Love those little children. What fashion item is your current obsession? I wouldn't say it's a current obsession, but it's a forever <laughs> inspiration and like a statement. Uh, blazer. Always, always a good blazer. Yeah. Everyone will know that I literally have more blazers than anything else. And really? I buy them in. <laughs> Kerry, our producer, is laughing because she knows this. And when we traveled recently, I, I must have had like five different blazers for a two-week trip. And I'm like, but it's, it's all One I wear. One blazer for each. Yeah, but it's a slightly different. It drives <laughs> my husband mad. He's like, honestly, you've, bought, you've got the same in just slightly different shades or slight. I'm like, yeah, but they're really different. I yes, bought and it's one a recently. Game changer. The Kate one with the secret oh, lapels, yeah, yeah. 
which I feel like that, just with a pair of jeans. Exactly. Done. I'm glad that we share the same obsession. <laughs> it's a it is an always-on obsession. What food is your current obsession? Current obsession? I don't know because I'm in this phase where I'm like trying to heal a bit my body because after birth, mm. I couldn't eat anything anymore. Everything made me super bloated, pain in my mm. stomach. And I stopped uh, with my doctor. I stopped gluten dairy, which is hard for me because all I want in the world is bread, and cheese. bread <laughs> cheese and wine. Okay. Of course. That's isn't life. That, isn't that That's life? life? But I must say, what a game changer. Oh, really? What a game changer. And I will go back to it. There's yeah. no way I'm going to live my life without bread, wine, and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> so I would say my obsession in real life is bread, bread wine, wine, and, and cheese. cheese. Right now, I would say this Do you dream really of it? I dream of it. <laughs> and I have dandelion <laughs> root tea. Oh, no. <laughs> but you know what? I like, I like it. And because I'm a little grandma i found very comforting yeah. emotion from drinking a warm tea i do agree with you on that right? but sometimes <laughs> bread cheese and wine makes you really happy yes that's just why makes you like, this is just temporary temporary and just you can't temporary. you can't be french without bread wine no and it's cheese. in your vein like i love to see my my daughter ines that is eating cheese at breakfast and and she's i'm like you're like you're the real deal yeah. but my second one is allergic out for now yeah, I'm for like, now. And she's yeah, yeah, We have to work this out. <laughs> <laughs> That's when he moved back to Paris at yeah. some point. He'd be like, now we're going on a training program about oh, cheese. Yes. <laughs> this is what's happening. Yes. Um, what so song is the soundtrack to your life right now? I love Faith from George Michael. Oh, that's a good one. I, I just feel like it gives me... Gives you the joy. And then Bring It Back from Moloko. I don't know if you remember yeah. this one. Like those very old songs. Like, so good. Just put me in spirit. Yeah. Bring It Back, Moloko. I'm with you. Oh. That's a classic. And then Sequin Skirt. Sequin Skirt. And Moloko. And a Sequin Eye and Moloko. <laughs> and your disco... Paris Disco, we're Wine. on. <laughs> Wine with Paris Disco, bread and cheese. Happy, <laughs> happiest day Done. in the world. <laughs> well, thank you so much. That was amazing. I think everybody will be feeling very disco and very <laughs> glittery right now and I feeling so. it. Just remember not to wear it all at once. So yeah. sequin skirt and a cashmere jumper with a glittery eye. That's it. Don't, <laughs> don't do a sequin top and sequin shoe at the same time. Or do, but occasionally once a year. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was so nice. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to this episode of Mecca Talks. If you liked what you heard, follow us on your favourite podcast app and you'll be notified as soon as our next episode becomes available. Don't forget to rate, review and share this episode with your friends. And I'm on the roll.